You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 241. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I am your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I'm a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, educator, and wealth advisor. It's great to be with you today, and today's episode is all about taxes. And before we get to the main topic, let's talk a little bit about taxes and CPAs and tax preparers. And before I say what I'm about to say, I want a disclaimer and want to let you know that there are some unbelievably great CPAs out there. You may have a fabulous CPA that you work with to get your taxes done. And hopefully they're doing everything they can to save you every dollar today and looking into the future. But the more and more I hear from my clients is that there is not a lot of proactive tax planning going on by CPAs. They're just too busy during tax season. I mean, CPAs are not planning for the upcoming year. They are merely a lot of them, not all of them. Looking at what you've already done the previous year and trying to save you every dollar. And they certainly aren't projecting 3, 5, 15, 25 years into the future, at least not most of them anyway. Because let's face it, when we don't know a lot about taxes, we want to save every dollar we can this year. Everything we do is focused on the right now. And we would much rather get a $1,000 return than owe $1,000. So let's do everything possible to make it positive where we're getting money back. But let me ask you a question. Would you rather pay an extra dollar today or even an extra thousand dollars today so that you will pay tens of thousands of dollars in the future? Or would you rather pay that $1,000 today in exchange to save thousands and thousands of dollars in the future? I think I know what your answer is. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, we're going to talk about taxes. Specifically, we're going to talk about Roth conversions. Now, this might sound technical. I'm not getting into the technicalities on how you do it and all the rules behind it, just the potential importance for some of you to be thinking about Roth conversions. And I also want to say, this is not tax advice for you individually. I don't know your individual situation. What I do know is that Roth conversions can be a very powerful tool. So we're going to talk about what Roth conversions are. Is it smart to do a Roth conversion? When is the best time to do the Roth conversion? And everything in between. So first, what is a Roth conversion? Well, 
If you have any deferred money, we look at money as taxable, tax deferred, and tax free. Taxable money is money that's sitting outside of retirement and maybe in a savings account or an investment or brokerage account. Because during the years, as you or during the year, as you collect interest or dividends or make sales and you earn money from stock appreciation, all of those taxes are due in the year that that stuff is happening. Those are taxable accounts. Tax deferred accounts are traditional IRAs traditional 401ks, and many other retirement plans where you're contributing dollars. And in return for contributing those dollars this year, you're getting a tax break this year. And then the money's in a tax-deferred account. It grows. And when all that money comes back, the contributions you made, because you already got a tax break from them, and all of the earnings, you have to pay taxes as ordinary income on every single one of those Dollars. And then lastly, there's the tax free account, like your Roth IRAs. A Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, you contribute dollars in after tax money, meaning you're not getting a tax break for contributing to your Roth IRA or your Roth 401k. And then the money is growing. And finally, when you take the money out, you don't pay any tax on any of your contributions because You already pay taxes on those because you never got a tax break up front for those contributions. And also, you don't pay any money on any of the earnings. Tax-free is pretty cool. And for some people, they have the option of a Roth 401k with no income restrictions, and they can contribute right to the Roth 401k. For other people, you can contribute to a Roth IRA but there are some limitations there. We're not going to get into what they are. High, Very high income earners are not eligible for most of them. There are some rules around that. But if you're making a whole bunch of money and you're in the 22, 24, 32% tax bracket, et cetera, it may make sense for you to get that tax deduction this year. And now you have tax deferred dollars. But what a Roth conversion is, is at any point during the cycle, you can decide to convert some of that traditional IRA. And in some cases, depending on your 401k summary plan description, some of that regular 401k and convert it into Roth. The catch is when you do a conversion in any year, all of those dollars are taxable. So if you as an individual make $100,000, And $100,000 might land you solidly in the 22% tax bracket. I haven't even double-checked. And you decide to do a Roth conversion of $100,000 that's sitting inside of your traditional IRA. Well, now it's like you made $200,000 in that year. And that $100,000 Roth conversion is getting taxed, some of it in the 22% bracket, the 24, and your marginal rate might be up into the 32% bracket. So it may not be wise to do a large Roth conversion when you make a good amount of money. Every individual is different. But that's what a Roth conversion is. Now, another big question is, Scott, this sounds pretty cool. Can I do one this year? And the answer is yes. If you have deferred money, especially inside of an IRA. I can't be sure about your regular 401k, but if it's in an IRA, the answer is yes, you can do a conversion. The question is, 
Should you do a conversion? And I can't answer that question for you because I don't know what your situation is. Because yes, you can do a Roth conversion this year. There are rules, but is it smart for you to do one this year? Well, it depends. There are a couple of really good examples of why you might want to do a Roth conversion this year. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you took a sabbatical. Maybe you didn't earn near as much money as you thought you were going to earn just starting your own business. And you are in a very low tax bracket. But five years ago, you might have made a whole lot more money. Or even last year, you may have made a whole lot more money. And so you took that tax break by putting money inside of your traditional IRA, saving maybe 22 or 24 or 32% in taxes. But now because you took a sabbatical, because you lost your job, because your income was really low, you can convert some of that over at lower tax brackets than your original contribution. That means it might, for some of you, it might be a great time to do a Roth conversion this year. For a lot of others, maybe not, especially people listening to this podcast. I'm assuming you are high-income earners or are really diligent savers to be listening to a podcast like this in the first place. So should you do a Roth conversion this year? Well, it depends. And again, remember, there are rules And one of the rules, and I'm not going to get into all of the rules, so before you do a Roth conversion, make sure you're working with either your CPA, if they're going to bother working with you on a Roth conversion, or your financial advisor. Because once you do that conversion, you can't take it back. Back in the day, you could. Let's say you're on a sabbatical right now. It's February, and you decide to convert $50,000 of your traditional IRA. Because remember, you don't need to convert everything. You can convert as much or as little as you want. But you decide to convert $50,000. And then what happens? Two months later, you get a job you just can't refuse. A high-level executive job. And you get a sign-on bonus of a couple hundred thousand dollars. And you start making $300,000 a year. Or even something a whole lot less. And now that $50,000 that you thought might get taxed at 10% is now getting taxed at 32% if we put it on the end of all of that other income. Oh, because you made the conversion, you can't take it back. In the old days, you could recharacterize that and move it back to regular. You cannot do that any longer. So if you are in one of those sabbaticals, lost your job, whatever, wait until later in the year before doing a conversion, even if you're pretty stinking sure. Now, I'm a financial planner. Most of the people I work with are either close to retirement or in retirement. And when do I think the best time to do a Roth conversion is? For a bunch of early retirees. Retirees that may have a long runway before they start collecting Social Security and before required minimum distributions set in, and if you have a large taxable account. Why? Why is it so cool to do Roth conversions at that time? Because if you can live off your taxable account, and sure, that's generating some taxes, but now you have your living taken care of, and there's no other real 
taxable, ordinary taxable income coming in, well, think about those nice conversions you can do in that long runway. If you're a retiree at 58 and you don't take Social Security until you're 70, and now for 12 years, you're able to convert and convert. Now, remember, it doesn't work out as well if you don't have a large taxable account. Because if all of your money is in deferred assets, you need to live off of some of that money. I mean, you are in retirement after all. So if money's coming out of your deferred accounts to live, that's getting taxed. So there's less room potentially to do a Roth conversion. Now, I'm not saying there isn't room because in a lot of situations, there still is plenty of room. But think of that long runway. It's just another reason to delay Social Security, which is a whole nother discussion. I love nice, long runways with large taxable accounts. Because remember, once you start collecting Social Security, then depending on how much your adjusted gross income is, depends on how much that Social Security is getting taxed. So it makes it more difficult to do conversions because converting a dollar in the 12% bracket might be bringing almost a whole nother dollar from Social Security into being taxed. So now you're being taxed over 20% and then you're asking yourself, is it really worth it? But don't get me wrong, there's still plenty of situations where folks that are collecting Social Security still should be doing summer off conversions, especially when you start doing all the math. And this is where I think that a lot of CPAs, and you might be a CPA listening to this, and you might be doing all the right things. And like I said, there's great CPAs out there, but a lot of CPAs are not looking into the future three and five and 10 and 15 and 25 years into the future to see how much tax savings you could have by doing a Roth conversion now. Because let's face it, if you're going to do a Roth conversion, you got to pay more tax today. And that might not make a CPA look good. But again, if we're going to pay a dollar today to save many, many, many dollars down the road, the trade-off is worth it completely. So if you are not working with a CPA or even better yet, a financial advisor that is doing holistic tax planning with you. The tax planning for this year, along with keeping an eye on future years, you are missing the boat completely. And let me just give you a hypothetical example. You know, here at Fortress Planning Group, which is the financial advisory company that I started in 2011, We use sophisticated tax planning software and income planning software in conjunction so that we can take a hard look at what is the tax situation this year? What's it going to look like in four and five? And when you start taking required minimum distributions, how much is your tax going to be then? We're looking off into the future every single year. And again, this is, I'm going to give you an example from one of the pieces of software that I use. And I just put in a regular 65-year couple retiring today, both starting to collect Social Security, having a million dollars in deferred accounts. That's all the money that they have. And I let the software run all the numbers, taxes for this year, next year, year after, year after. And for a lot of people, they think the right strategy is to spend your taxable money first, then your tax deferred, then you have your tax free. And there's, oh yeah, there's great times to do that. But if we apply that strategy against a strategy that is doing Roth conversions, let's just say up to the 22% tax bracket, 
And with the example that I gave you, that the early Roth conversions, and what I mean by that is we really only need to convert for about seven years, Roth conversions. And we also don't want to convert everything because we want to be able to take advantage of our standard deduction later on in life. So there's a fine line there. But by doing those Roth conversions up front, this is just the software using a just a sample, random kind of client that I made up. So this is not advice to you, but doing those Roth conversions up front drove your average tax rate down almost 3% per year over this client's next 30 years, because there's a good chance one of them is going to live into their 90s. And by doing that, we will be able to save this hypothetical couple $124,000 in taxes over the lifetime of their plan. Now, there is a break-even, just like when you delay Social Security, there's a break-even, but there is nothing better to pass to your heirs, if you're going to, if that's your goal, than Roth money. Because remember, the rules, if you pass on deferred money, your heirs, your kids, whoever they are, need to take all that money out within 10 years, which could be during prime working years. So that money could get taxed big time. $124,000 of savings in tax. It also resulted then is another $125,000 worth of spending inside of this plan and their net legacy. Because remember, if we're going to convert today, all of that money is growing tax-free now for the next 30 years, or at least after the seven years, another 20-some years. So it adds to their net legacy another $138,000 because those are taxes that won't have to be paid upon their death. So I did the simple math. A very easy client right here potentially could save $262,000 by doing Roth conversions. you hear what I said? 262000 Now, there's no guarantee there. We don't know what's going to happen to tax brackets in the future. But with the debt that we have, chances are that could easily go up. There's a lot of factors in this $262,000 of uh, savings in both uh, taxes you won't be spending and, and legacy that will grow. But that's just a, just a picture of what could happen inside of your life if you are keeping an eye on not only taxes this year but taxes into the future so when you're doing your taxes this year and better yet planning for 2024 ask yourself am i thinking about taxes this year with an eye on the future is my cpa thinking about taxes this year with an eye on the future? Or do you have a financial advisor that is doing holistic tax planning with you every single year? Do you have an advisor that is doing this? Because if you're do-it-your-own and you are not thinking about conversions or have the sophisticated software to do it or a game plan that you can feel comfortable with, you need to start thinking about working with an advisor that can help you through all of these strategies. Again, $262,000 in this example is mind-boggling, and it should be because 
these are the kinds of things that are available to you if you are looking at your life, not only today, but into the future. Are you doing that? Oh, I sure hope that you are. And if you're not, take the right steps to make sure that you are. Hey, this is all the time that I have. I want to make sure that you guys have an enjoyable tax season and get those taxes in on time. And I hope that you get big, fat, juicy refunds from Uncle Sam. But at the end of the day, pay an extra dollar today to save literally many, many, many dollars in the future. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal of Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm, regulated by securities and exchange committee in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group is that render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.